is communication affecting your cash flow? The two business guys mastermind on how it is and what to do about it. Enjoy. This business podcast, The Two Business Guys Mastermind, uncovers for you secrets and share tips and tricks to entrepreneurship as they mastermind on how to have startup, operational, and overall business success so that you can go on to get better results. Enjoy. All right. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. The two business guys are masterminding today. And and today's topic, we're going to be talking about, you know, is communication, your communication, your style, your way, whether or not you know your employees are listening to you, whether the people you got working for you, your contractors, whether or not you know that you've communicated what you want to communicate properly. So is communication affecting your cash flow. That's what we're going to be jumping into today. Rob, welcome back. A little time off. Enjoy it yourself, I'm sure. Yes, yes. This, it's been good. And I'm glad to be back. I've been chomping at the bit, brother. This part about communication, right? Now, you know, at this channel, man, we love talking about the little things that'll get businesses to that next level. You know, what do you need to do? What's the tips? What's the, what's the topics? What's the templates that you need? And when we find companies, you know, you're going to talk a little bit about this, but when you go into companies and you find that people just aren't on the same page and you're asking yourself, or you're asking the bosses, why are you stuck at a level of income, of profits? What's going on? Are you clear in the vision? And how do you know? Could you take a, and talk a little bit about that? Yeah, now this is, this is something that, you know, during the off time, one of the things that I've been doing, I had a, a couple of my corporate clients that I had to go see, and it really was striking me, right? I've been having these conversations over and over and over again, and something that's interesting is in every facet of business, communication is extremely important, right? And so what we've been talking about recently is communication with employees, communication with vendors, but I also want you all to think about, especially you solopreneurs out there who are like, you know, I don't have any employees, so how does this, how does this apply to me? Communication with your customers. Right. And this, again, Randy's a marketing guru, so I will defer to him on all of the ways that this impacts you. But one of the things that I know from my solopreneur journey and then into entrepreneurship and from the businesses that I help, the small business owners that I help, oftentimes we're doing stuff in our business without any type of feedback mechanism that's telling us that our clients actually want or value what it is that we're doing. And this goes from small business all the way up to big business. And so one of the things that I want to talk about today is just how communication, so many of us think that we're communicating when really what we're doing is transmitting. And the distinction between the two is subtle, but it's important. So if you think about a radio, right, a radio station, the DJ at the radio station is sending out information all the time right? It's power 95, whatever it is, they, they're going out and they, they just talk and chatter, 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 right? And then they go to commercial break, all the rest of that type of stuff. That's what you, what you think about when you think about transmission. But it's interesting because you can see, especially like on a talk radio show, you can see that that transmission gets a lot of different feedback 
because you get people calling in like, yeah, I think that's amazing, blah, blah, blah. Or when it's, when it's uh, the top 10 songs of the night or whatever it is, you get a whole bunch of people calling. Like, that, that was amazing. Yes, number one was awesome. But you also get a whole bunch of people calling saying, that was the worst top 10 ever. Don't ever do that again. Please, please, please don't play that song. Or you are completely wrong and I disagree with you and blah, 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 right? That's because communication is not just about what you transmit. It's about what is received and what is understood on the back end as well. And so from a, from a leadership standpoint, it's imperative that you understand that because when you're leading other people, you're the one with the vision. They're following where you're pointing the ship. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's crucial. And all of their jobs really, you know, are, are, are based off of what their understanding of that vision is. So it's crucial if you want them to be performing at their best, that they have a very clear understanding of your vision. But what I noticed in a lot of the companies that I've been working in is that leaders, CEO all the way down, are giving the vision, but then there's no feedback mechanism right? Or the feedback mechanism looks like this. So y'all understand? Everybody good? Any questions? And most people are going to say, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's the, it's, the, it's the positive. Not. There is, there is zero incentive for me to raise my hand and say, no, nah, I'm not getting it. Right. It's impolite. It makes it look like I wasn't listening. It makes it look like I'm incompetent. There's so many reasons why people will just say, yeah, no, that makes sense. Right. And if we don't interrogate our assumptions, if we don't go in and look at what is it that, 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 that they are understanding, if we don't ask a couple of key questions, and these are the questions that I've kind of um, been unlocking recently that, that I feel like have helped my clients and, and, and that helped to get to this point. One of the main questions that I talk to my clients about um, using is a, is a question, simple, it's just, what did you hear me say? Right. What did you take away from that? Right. What did you hear me say? What did you take away from that? What meaning did you get from that? Right. Any variation thereof is 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 forcing the feedback mechanism, not for them to just regurgitate what you said, but for them to be able to explain what you said in their words so that you know that they understand it. Right. And it's so powerful because what it does is it allows you to listen and not be on stage. And it allows you to confirm what you think, which is I communicated clearly. That's and most importantly, it allows you to find out when they say something that's completely the opposite of what you meant. <laughs> it allows you to realize, oh, that's not what I said. <laughs> exactly. Right. Right. And so that's, that's the, that's the first piece. That's the, the first thing that I, that I think is, is, is so beneficial and so needed, especially in the entrepreneurship, solopreneurship, realm because you're communicating with a whole bunch of people that you need to do stuff for you got vendors right i know one of my one of my clients they would negotiate with their vendors but they had no setup for was the vendor going to get the thing on time so Uh in their system they know when they ordered it and they know when the vendor normally gets stuff there but now they're waiting the entire time with no type of enforcement mechanisms and if the vendor is late, then it pushes back production on their side. And there's nothing they can do other than wait. So everybody in the company is just sitting there waiting. The loss of productivity that they have because they don't have a common rhythm and they don't have a system set up that says, here's when we need it by. Are you going to be able to get it to us by then? And if not, what's the, what's the discount we're going to get Absolutely. for you not getting it to us on time? 
right? That is something that you can communicate on the front end. And now that allows you to be completely productive. It allows you to set up all the things you need to set up from installation to, to fabrication to all these different things. And if any of those things are overrun, you've got cushion and, and cover insurance basically from in the in the negotiation That's because it. your vendor now understands what you really need which is you need this stuff by this date instead of mm -hmm. i just need it uh, that's something i did recently with a client is i did a very tight excel spreadsheeted scope of work mm. right now we did our here's what i'm going to deliver for you mm -hmm. better than that First things first, tell me <laughs> when you know we've been successful. And I've been doing a lot of that lately. Tell me when we, you know, you, you know, I've been successful. There you go. When what happens. And that fact, the last two clients I had, I, you know, did that with them. Yes. And then they would just tell you, well, when this happens, this happens, this happens. And that becomes, here is the scope of work I want <laughs> right. to get done. You've just told me when it's successfully completed. I now go and do the work, check marks, and this is what I would do. I would do a check mark, and then I would send them a, um, you know, I do a video on what I just did. Bam! I right? love it. I love it. Yes. So it, it's, I think, given given the fact that <clears throat> when we start connecting communication to cash flow, right? It's like you think, wait a minute, those things don't seem. One is like you know, uh, you know, could be all kinds of things, and one is just like money. Right. Mm -hmm. This mm -hmm. is when I know I've got my cash. But again, if you don't communicate the things properly enough, right, solopreneur, CEO of large companies, you, the people that are working with you and for you, they're just not going to know what to do. And that productivity exactly. waste. And, you know, you're kind of a wonk on that. Right. That productivity <laughs> part. Right. Making yes, sure yes. things are, are done in a proper way. You know, that kind of reminds me of something recently I just bought. And this is you guys. If you're listening to this, you won't see this, but it's a it's a page. I literally bought the whole book just to get this one page. Really. <laughs> it's called The Impact Filter, and it's uh, by Dan Sullivan over there at Strategic Coach. Really cool, right? But he says in the whole book, and it's 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 kind of illustrated. It's illustrated to kind of show what this pro. If it comes up with a new idea, a new project, right? He'll say what the purpose is. What do you want to get accomplished, right? In other words, he's got like just a little bit of a field here. And then he says the importance of it and then the ideal outcome. And then on the right-hand side, he has the success criteria in each one of those areas. Purpose, importance, ideal outcome. And then, and then at the bottom, it's got best results, worst results. A little space for that. And he, when he goes and he gives a project based on his idea or whatever to someone, he makes sure that this impact filter is filled out, that he gives it mm -hmm. to them. So now they literally can look at this and go, I now know what the purpose is, why it's important, and the ideal outcome. And then I know when it's been successfully completed, right? Just a yes. sheet that keeps you focused and keeps cash flow in your business because you don't have to waste time or money redoing stuff or re-saying things. Yes, yes. Now, that's, that's so powerful because, and I think a lot of people don't realize, right, <clears throat> excuse me, in the lean world, one of the things that we focus on when, when, when I was doing lean consulting, one of the things that you look at is what's called rework, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
And, and you remember this from your manufacturing days, right? Like the, the, the basic idea is you get paid from a customer to make a product once. However many times it takes you to make that product, you get paid once. And so, so many times, anytime you make mistakes, anytime you have quality defects, anytime you have to, to, to go back and redo something, you're not getting paid for that time. And this works again for solopreneurs when you and for, for big corporations. I remember I was in a meeting with one of my clients and they were having a struggle because they had a department that was working on something and the, the purpose of the department was shifting. But the problem was the new clear target for the department was only clear to the people that weren't doing the work. <laughs> right. Like the communication had not been done. So you got people, there's three people that are that are on payroll that are doing this work and they're unclear of what the target is. So all the work that they're doing, even though they're working hard, they think they're doing their job. It's not moving in the direction of where the company wants to go, but that hasn't been clarified. I literally was in a meeting and I'm sitting there and I'm saying, all right, as the outside person coming in, tell me what the vision is for this. All right, good. Tell me how I'll know when I got there. And we had to go through this process back and forth because I was like, I'm confused. I heard what we were doing. I'm still not clear on what we are doing. Right. Mm -hmm. Just make it as simple as possible. And we went through this back and forth and back. And it was like the, the light bulb moment came on. It's like, if it's this hard to explain it to me and I'm trying my best to understand, and I'm really good at communication, like you're paying me a lot of money to come into your company because I'm really good at this. And I'm teaching y'all how to do this. If I'm struggling to understand it, how much more do you think your employees who aren't really great at communication are struggling to understand it? And it was like, ding. Okay. And for, this, for, for so many people in the, in the entrepreneurial space, this is, I mean, think about when you order something from a vendor, when you're getting ready to deliver something, when you're putting out marketing messaging, when you're trying to hire somebody, because I know there's a lot of you all that are out there that have hired people and had to fire them and you're jaded on hiring because that experience was just so difficult and it just seemed like they never, you know, did what you hired them to do. And I want you to take a, take a second, take a step back. And really look at your feedback loops. Really look at how did you know that they knew what you wanted them to do? That is so good, man. And it's because I hire a lot of contractors, that brings true. And, and everyone out there, even the solopreneurs or whatever level you are in your business, if you're contracting this stuff out, if you ever had to talk to someone that didn't speak your language, then you know they ask weird questions to you. Mm-hmm. And I just recently had a situation where the guy asked me so many questions that I says, never mind, you're asking too many questions. I don't need to, I don't have time to train you. Mm-hmm. But just having you say what you just said, maybe I needed to look at how I was saying what I was saying to someone that didn't, that, you know, English wasn't their first language. So it really got me thinking, right? Did I, was I clear? Mm-hmm. Right. Just thinking about what did I want? And he was like, well, do you want this? Do you want that? Do you want me to do it this way? And I can't, I, got, I don't have time for this, bro. Exactly. Right. So how many times can you say that your messaging, your visioning was clearly communicated? Now you got it worked out in your head. You know mm-hmm. what you want. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> you kind of got, well, you know, this is exactly how it needed to be, but they don't know. They don't know the steps that you may be thinking in your head. Exactly. Right? And this is really funny, man. Cause my wife used to say it all the time. Oh, I guess you got it all figured out up there. Right. <laughs> and, and I, you have it clear, mm-hmm. but then you start trying to communicate it in the way that you want it done. That's where loss happens, yeah. right? That's where cash flow is affected because, yes. you know, rework or re-saying is just, <laughs> you know, and it just gets you upset. Then they get upset with you. Now, you don't even know why everybody's upset. You know, they didn't get it. You didn't say it right. What do you do? What do I do next? How much time mm-hmm. is taken to, to, to say you know, they, when they look around and they go, no, no, what do we do? Mm-hmm. I can't tell, I can't tell you how many times I used to say, um, that to some of the bosses, right? I used to think to myself, well, now what do they want us to do? Here's what they just, or even a professor in school, right? Here's what they just taught us, just told us. And then we're looking around, now, now what do we do? Yep. So it entrepreneurs. happens so often. And and, and the, the, the key thing that you just said there, that's what you were thinking. What you were saying is, yeah, we got it. No questions, no problem. Right? Everybody understand? <laughs> yep that little bit of a feedback loop right there uh or whether you're doing something like an impact filter with dan uh Sullivan over there as strategic coach whether you're doing it that way that little bit of a that question you asked what was that again you says now tell me what you just what, heard yeah what did you hear me say right tell me what you just heard it's that right there is and and the reason why it's so important again is because when we're constantly in transmission mode We get ourselves into this habit of just looking for confirmation and instead of looking for um, understanding. Yeah. Looking yeah. for recognition. Looking I shouldn't for... have fired the guy so easily. Then. <laughs> well, I mean, and it's, it's one of those things. Right. And what's funny about it is for a lot of people in this space, you'll, you'll have had a similar experience that, that Randy had, right? I know that I have the same experience. When I'm not clear, people ask you a lot of questions about how when the vision isn't clear because they can't see past the next step because the vision is like, oh, we're going over there. It's like, all right, so uh, there's a rock right here. So how do you want me to get around this rock to get over there, right? Because I don't know what over there is. And I like, there's 15 ways and I just want to make sure that I'm doing the right thing because the people that we deal with, especially when you're hiring people, if they're coming on to work for you, they already you haven't kind of embedded in the the relationship that they want to please you. They've said, Mm -hmm. I want to do whatever you need me to do. So I want, there's a, there's a pleasing factor that's already there. Now, the funny part about that is, so they're, they're hypersensitive to making mistakes in that state. Mm -hmm. You as the leader, on the other hand, are not super worried about them making mistakes. You're hiring them because you believe they're competent to get there. Even if they make mistakes, as long as they get there, you're good. But here's the problem. People can't manifest their greatness. People can't show their expertise when they don't have the appropriate understanding of the objective. And I think we talked about this before on a, on a different episode, but there, there's the study with young kids, right, where they put them in the playgrounds and there's two different playgrounds. And one playground they put them in is unbounded, right? There's woods off, off to the side, there's a street over here. There's no fence, there's no anything. <clears throat> but it's a wide open space, right? And so these kids, 
they noticed that with the wide open space, the kids clustered in a small little section of the playground. They were like, hmm, that's interesting. That was counter what we thought was going to happen. We figured wide open spaces, kids can run free. They love it. But the kids clustered. They took them to another playground that was bounded by a fence. Clear line of demarcation. What was in the playground, what was out of the playground, right? And when they took them to that playground, the kids went and explored every nook and cranny. They spread out. Kids were playing all over the place. And what they what they came to an understanding of in this research was one of the things that's kind of ingrained in us evolutionarily is an understanding of outside of boundaries or when there are no boundaries, everything is dangerous. Mm-hmm. And so there is safety in the group in staying with what is known. Once there are boundaries, our mind clicks in to say that someone has decided where the safety and the danger is. And so as long as I'm inside the safety, then I can play and I can be, I can be fine. I'm safe because there's a clear line of demarcation, a clear boundary. I tell you, how does right. that affect us with the vi- with our vision? Oh, go ahead. You're 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 hitting on some cylinders, man. All of them, and it <laughs> reminds me of something. And you know, and let's let's just use this. You know, today, what do you hear us saying? You know, in mm. the comments. You know, you know, look, you you know, you like this stuff. If you're brand new to the channel and you're brand new listening to this particular episode, you know, we want you to hit the subscribe button. We want you to hit the bell notification, let you know when we're dropping these so that you can be, you know, get this good goal that we're, we're, we're laying everywhere. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the comments, what do you hear us saying from what you've heard so far? What do you what do you what are we talking about? How can you use this? Can you see that communication and lag thereof and ineffective communication can affect your cash flow? So in the comments, put down a time when this happened to you. Maybe something clicked just like things are clicking for me. And put that down in there. We want to know what those things are. But but something that, that you said, Rob, reminds me of how, you know, structure gives you freedom. Now, mm-hmm. as an entrepreneur and a, uh, you know, artistic and all that kind of stuff, I used to hate structure, right? <laughs> and I mean, even when I would write papers in high school or whatever, I was like, you know, they would tell you, you know, do an outline. I was like, darn it. I hate, <laughs> I loathe outlines because they will, you know, they will stifle my creativity. But then when I started doing outlines, there was so much freedom in the structure yep like you said i knew my boundaries and i would go right to them Mm -hmm. right and then i was more free because i kind of knew where the boundaries where the structure was so it's in what you're communicating uh you know if you've got the visioning and they understand it you've gotten clear understanding of that now they can go do their work they mm-hmm. clearly understand what is success, what is the parameters for all this stuff. Yes. And then you can just go, okay, with what I just said, now go. Exactly. And now when you give them that, right, especially when you hire decently competent people, like you don't got to hire masters. 
if you just hire decently competent people, what you will start to see is they will create, they will build, they will do stuff that you had never envisioned, but it's within the bounds of what you created. It's in that play place. And that's where you get the, the, the extras. That's where you get the excellence. That's where you get the synergistics of your vision and their talent. But that only happens when they fully understand what your vision is, what good looks like. And mm -hmm. so it's imperative that we're, that we're checking that. And then the second question, right, that, that, that is a question that imbues, excuse me, <coughs> that imbues everything that we do is how do we know whatever it is that we know? So when you think about do they have it, do they, do they, do they understand what they're doing? Were you clear? Did you communicate? The question you always want to ask yourself is, how do I know that I communicated? Mm. How do I know that they got it? What evidence do I have? And again, from a marketing perspective, how do you know that your customer is hearing you? How do you know that your customer is liking what you're doing? How do you know that what you're putting out is resonating? What are the feedback loops? What are the feedback mechanisms that you have set up there? And what are the connections between the expectation or the the, 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 the the idea that they understand and your feedback mechanism, wow. right? Because we showed you how Powerful. your feedback mechanism can be faulty if it's just, do you did you get it? Do you understand? That can be faulty because there's a number of reasons why people will say they understand and why, why people will think they understand and not really get it, right? Because it's not that they're just nodding their heads and saying yes right out of fear. That's, that's, that's some of the case. But there's also the case where they understood one point of what you said, but there were three points that you wanted them to get. And the two points, the two other points were more important than the one that they got. But they understood right. that point and they're like, yeah, I got you. No problem. Right. Now run that back to me. Right. Exactly. You ask a little question. So, you know, how could you implement what I just said? Tell me how you implement that. Right. Mm -hmm. it, now you get a chance to see if and this is the part that I love to do is. You know, if you can say something and then you can listen to them implement the steps their way, mm -hmm. that's now empowerment. Yes. Right. So if they and now, now tell me how you would implement that, not tell me what you heard and all that kind of stuff, but how would you implement that? And if you hear, OK, that's a pathway. Mm -hmm. Right. That's a pathway to profit especially when the money is on the line. Tell me yes. how you are going to help us get there. Bam. Yes. And they can rock that out. And you listen to that and go, huh, I may have not done it that way, but that'll get us there. Exactly. Now you've given them empowerment. You've given them, I think, ownership of how they're going to get stuff done. And then you now know they get it. Yes. Right. Just, another just think about those, those, those couple of things, everyone, that we've just said, yes. little ways to get, and understanding that they got it. Yes. And one other question that I think is, is, is along those lines <clears throat> is why is this important? Right. Again, you're not trying to get people to regurgitate to you what you've said. You're trying to get an understanding or a sense that they have internalized and are processing the same way you're processing. Right. So if you have a deadline in a project, it's important that your people understand that deadline because there may be something where they they're not going to make the deadline and you don't want them waiting 
until that time to come and let you know that they're not going to make the deadline. But if they don't understand why the deadline is important, that may be their normal rhythm. Oh, it's the day of, I'm not going to get it done. I worked really hard, but I'm, but I'm not going to get it done. But that deadline, you might have three or four other things cascading off of that deadline that Mm. you need to rearrange. And so you need them to be able to say a week beforehand, two weeks beforehand, are you going to meet this deadline? Like, Mm. is it a lock or not? Because there's something that I've got to do that, that I'm about to pay for, that I'm about to buy, that I'm about to, 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 to lock in or, or, or book. So when you're looking at that, like, making sure that not only are they understanding the, the, the concepts, but they're understanding the relevance of the decisions or of mm-hmm. the projects, right? Mm-hmm. Getting to the okay. root of the meaning that you are trying to convey. Because so often we think that, you know, we communicate words. It's not true. We don't think in words. Now, words affect how we think, but we don't think in words. We think in pictures. Mm-hmm. We use words to convey the pictures that Mm -hmm. we're thinking in our minds. And our goal is not that someone gets words on the other side. Our goal is that they get a picture. That's good, man. I think, I think this is some power for you, for you guys that are listening and determining how you're communicating. Ask any time that you've had to do some rework right now. I'll give you an example for something I've just paid for the third time to have a book cover done. Right now, again, contractor, here's what I want. And you get something back and it's like, you know, if I, you know, I happen to be in a hurry and I was using, you know, one of those fiber types and stuff like that, right? And, and I clicked yes, because I know I was late, they'll automatically, you know, call your stuff done, blah, blah, blah. So I says, yes. Then I get it back and I'm like, no. That's not what I meant. <laughs> well, now I got to go and pay for it again. Now, luckily, because of this, you know, the labor is not a lot. So I was, like, I was willing to do this, but I get it back. And I, and I said, you know, I then had to do extra work. Now I go to, you know, Amazon, I find the best selling books of 2021, 22. And I say, look, and I then do a screenshot of that page. And I says, I want colors of, you know, Pick from something here. Mm-hmm. These are selling well. These are visual. Get some ideas. All right. Now think about the time, everybody, in involved in me now having to do all that. Mm-hmm. Right? Then I get it back. I'm tired of the person. It, it didn't work out. And I say, good enough. Bam. Grab mm-hmm. that. Have another uh, for another project that I have another cover done by someone else. Mm hmm. Right, that I and it's is really good. Mm-hmm. So I says, "Hey, I've got, uh, I think it was two redo projects for you." <laughs> yeah. Right now, I now I was able to communicate better. I was able to say, "Okay, I like the little man on the cover. I like the arrows. I like the words you're saying. I want those to stay." But look at the you know bestsellers of and on Amazon and pull from that using what I believe your skill set. Now I'm able to communicate at a higher level simply because I'd gone through miscommunicating and asking, you know, did I say that right? Or did they just not have the skill set? Mm-hmm. I think it might, at first it was a little bit of both, but then it came down to the person just didn't have a skill set. Right. To somebody with better communication and had a better skill set. 
And that's a really powerful point that you just made there that I think is, it, especially for those of you all that, right, I have a, a degree in speech, <clears throat> excuse me, a degree in speech communications. I have a master's degree in teaching. I was a litigation attorney. Like communication is my thing. So I know that for a lot of people, it feels like, you know, but what if I'm not really good at this? What if I don't really, if, if, if I haven't done all that studying, if I haven't gone through all the, the courses and all those types of things, mm-hmm. what Randy just told you right there was, was gold. The, the whole key about this is you've got to not look at it from this, either you're good at communications or you're not good at communications, right? The fixed mindset type of model, either you got it or you don't. That's not it. Communicating with other people, even for me, is a trial and error experience. I never lose at communication, but I just get better, right? I either win, we communicate it, or I learn, okay, that's not the way that I need to communicate. I need to communicate differently. And the beauty of it is every bad communication experience that you have, if you are incorporating these feedback loops into it, what it's doing is helping you to become a better communicator for the people that are better at communicating, right? And a above average communicator for the people that are not good at communicating. So no matter who you encounter, you're a better communicator than they're usually used to. And so you get better productivity, you get better outcomes from everybody that you encounter. But that last point that you made, and I think this is what, this is the, the, the kind of the gold at the end of the rainbow, if you would. For those of you all that are constantly on that search for the best talent, right? The all-star players, the people that are the right people in the seats on the bus. John Maxwell has this, 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 this law of leadership called the law of the lid. And what that basically means is a five on a scale of one to 10, if you're a five type of leader, you can't lead an eight type of person. They'll keep butting up against your lid. And then they'll either stop performing at the level that they normally perform or they'll stop working for you, one of the two. But as you go through these communication exercises, you're actually increasing your level of leadership ability because communication is one of the key things that a leader does. Mm-hmm. And so every time you go through these feedback loops and you have these opportunities, like you just said, you had three different reworks and all the rest of that. But what you took from it was a better understanding of how to communicate what you wanted. Now, when you got the person that had the skills that you needed, mm-hmm. communicating with them was a snap. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have been there before, and that person that was really good might have been asking you a whole bunch of questions, might have seemed as if they weren't at a level of an 8 or a 9 mm-hmm. or a 10, but that's because they looked that way because your communication level wouldn't have been at an 8 or a 9 or a 10 level to allow them to do what they need. Absolutely. Good point. And that can affect your cash flow, y'all. Oh, my God, yes. Right? Because, again, you're doing rework, you're doing re- – and if you can – there's so many people that are like, we can't get good help. I'm like, and I go in and I watch. I'm like, you can't lead good help. Mm. Good help would not work for you. Right? Good help would come in here and say, this is chaotic. No, thank you. And you have to be aware of like, and, and, and just like you said, right? Like everybody's on that journey. So it's not, it's not one of those things where I want you to, uh, those entrepreneurs out there that are listening, I don't want you to think that you have to be there right now. But understand that you are always in this, in this, in this, journey of would the person that I need to help me with this want to work for me 
right? What is the benefit that they get for working with me? And if you're not improving your communication, if you're not improving your ability to cast a vision and to ensure that that vision is understood and is able to be acted upon, then what you're doing is you're setting yourself up to not be prepared for the people that you actually want to work with. Y'all hearing that? Look, look, as we conclude today's workshop, <laughs> right, this is one of the critical things. Now, again, we, we could talk about NFTs all day long. We could talk about what the metaverse is doing, what Zuckerberg is doing and Elon and all the, all the fancy folks and all that kind of stuff. But <laughs> if you're building this company, whether you're in a solopreneurship situation, if you're not building it on the, some of the foundations that we've been discussing over the last episodes, then it's going to be a business built on sand. Mm-hmm. And sand cannot stand the currents that come in through competition. Y'all hearing what we're saying now, <laughs> right? It will not stand up to the currents of competition. Mm-hmm. So build on these things that we've been talking about. Let us know how you're implementing these things, right? Give us yes. some of that feedback. You know, send a question to us if you have to. Send a pigeon. I don't care. It can tip. <laughs> knock at my door and say, you know what? Tell me more about this, that, or the other, right? So this is what we wanted to suggest to you guys today. And like I say, in today's episode, today's workshop, um, can you communicate well enough that you can affect your cash flow in a positive way? And is, think about this, is my communication affecting my cash flow? Mm-hmm. And that's what we wanted to share with you guys today. We hope you got some value from it. If you like what you've heard today, consider looking at all of our other stuff, right? Binge listen, binge watch if you're watching it on YouTube. Send in comments. Let us know how we're doing and how it's affecting and, you know, I think helping your business go to where it needs to go. All right. Hey, Rob, did you want to leave me with one last thing before we, we take off out of here today? Yeah, I just, for those of you all, I love the the question that Randy had, how is it positively helping your cash flow? And the one thing I want to put out there is it's kind of that thing, you know, if they say, you know, everybody's got that one friend, right? And if you don't know who that one friend is, it's you. It's one of those similar things. (laughs) If you don't know how your communication is benefiting your business, then you can best be sure that your communication is a detriment to your business. And so it's, 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 it's so important that there is no middle ground. There is no, well, no, my communication doesn't really affect my business. No, it's either improving or it's, it's costing you money. Mm. And so if you can't think of a way that your improved communication has helped your business, that's a red flag. And I want, I want to point that out to you all just, just because put it in the comments, ask questions, ask for help. Randy and I can get back to you. We can help you with that. But I don't want anybody walking around thinking that this is, you know, just one of those things that's a, that's a nice to have. Communication at every level. I've gone and done, I've gone in and done, you know, seminars and, and done strategic workshops with companies. And literally the CEO will walk over and say, you just saved us three months of meetings. Right. Wow. I want you to think about the impact that being just above average at communication can have for your cash flow for the amount of time that you have to spend going over and over and over and over and over stuff. What if you could have the conversation once and then your people could execute? That is the question. All right, everyone, we will talk to you on the next video. Thanks again, Rob.